Yo! Welcome back to another edition of the Cruising Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Cruz, and today is December 4th, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Whole Sunday slew of football happened today. You know what I'm saying? You know you know what they mean? Uh, we also got the college football uh, playoffs coming. Uh, we, got the, we got our four teams that's in the motherfucking dance. And uh, yeah, so maybe we, we can we can get we can get started on that. But wait, where you can find the Cruiser Podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Patreon, uh, YouTube, and anywhere else you can find your podcast needs. You can find the Cruising Podcast. Also, you can find the latest updates of the show is on Instagram at Cruising Podcast. Also on Twitter at Nice Town Famous. All right, yo. So uh, this uh, today at twelve o'clock, well eleven o'clock, um, you know Central Standard Time, uh, we found out. The four teams that got to the college uh, football playoff, and we're going to talk about them just a little bit. Let's just let's just be real. Georgia's going to dominate. Um, they have a, a thirty-year-old playing against a bunch of kids, and uh, he's just beating the shit out of them. That's pretty much what's going on at quarterback for Georgia. Let's just be real. Um, Ohio State somehow got in uh, by whatever who whatever curse they put on the USC <laughs> and. And just really USC losing got Ohio State into the playoff. Anything to keep Alabama from being there would be great. Okay, it was great. I mean, we're going to have an SEC team in there no matter what. But as long as it's not Alabama, like it is almost every other fucking year, we're good. But um, I don't know how Ohio State got in. They figured it out. They gamed the system. No, I'm playing. They They... They had a fantastic season. They were one of two other teams that had one loss. Everyone else behind them really had two losses. And really, Alabama didn't have the same resume that Ohio State had. Um, Or really, TCU really just lost at the last part. I'm surprised that they allowed TCU in. Because normally, they try to keep them out as much as they can. Like the Cincinnati team, the only reason why you can bring they were able to put Cincinnati and there was no really argument to put Cincinnati in the playoff is because they beat um a big big 12 team, big yeah, big 12 team. So, I mean, it was it it, it was justified. Um TCU should have won the uh Big 12 championship. Um would have definitely bolstered their resume, but once again, they were 12, I mean, 11 and 0 the whole entire year. You know, you can't really be mad at a team for losing their last game of the season when they got to the championship game and the other teams that's behind them didn't. So I see the justification finally having TCU in. Michigan looks just like juggernauts also. Sorry. Um, they look like second-half juggernauts. Let's be um, – Purdue was in there for the, first, um, for the first half, and then once we hit that third quarter, Donovan Edwards apparently awakens. I don't, I don't know what happens. But like the literally the first running of the second half was like fifty yards, and then the game just went like a fucking boulder going down a hill. It just just gained speed and just never stopped. So I mean, Michigan definitely looks like the number two team in the nation. Um, I mean, it just looks like TCU is just a regular team. It just looks like they played in a down year of the Big Twelve, and they. Really, you know, they just they, they had to come back almost every game this year. I mean, most of the games that they won, they did have to come back. But no matter, I mean, still they're eleven and zero. I mean, you, you live on that. I mean, they still were eleven and one, and they living on the edge like that. We just let's just be real. 
um, Georgia is like the NF is an NFL team, and everybody else are really college teams. Let's just be real. If we're gonna be real about it, that I mean, and they might get, they might. The problem is, is this: is that Georgia might get overhyped, but they don't believe in their own hype. Like that's the crazy part about this team. They they don't believe in it. Well, okay, cool. We we're supposed to be really good, so we're really good. That's I mean, we're that's what we are. Why why should we be excited or why should we be overconfident in that? Good. I, I like. I, I like that mindset. I like that mindset in Georgia, man. I I, I really do. It's like so. I I, I think that the I, I really think that this should be a fun playoff. Um, I, I'm not going to make any predictions yet. I mean, that's you know that's New Year's Eve, baby. That's New Year's Eve bowls. Um, also the Orange Bowl. I just want to put this out there. Why the fuck would you put two teams that wear orange against each other in the Orange Bowl? That's the most dumbest fucking concept ever. I'm sorry. It's just dumb. Clemson, what is it? Clemson versus, um, shit. No, it's not Texas. Um, Clemson versus someone <laughs> that wears arch. Who else wears arch? I have a fucking goodness of God. Oh, it's just too much arch. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me try to figure this out. Because it's going to bother me now. That is going to bother me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I know it's another orange team. Um, not Carolina. Uh, what's the Orange Bowl? Yeah, let's just do Orange Bowl because you know that would be fucking smart. Yeah, I, I'm just sitting here. I'm just like, yo, this dumbest fucking concept. It's like, oh man, we're so we're just gonna be like, all right, guys, we're gonna have the art Tennessee. That's what it was. It was Tennessee. So the Clemson versus Tennessee, they both wear practically orange. What the fuck are we doing? Oh, guys, you know, be a good concept. Have these two teams play in the Orange Bowl? What? This is stupid as fuck. Oh my gosh! All right, we, let's just we're moving on. We gotta move on from it. We gotta move on from it from our uh our our top priority right now. Um, Deion Sanders has decided to go to Colorado take the, take the coaching position at Colorado, which is a uh, Pac-12 school. Now. On the surface, it's a great move. On cert, on the cert, uh, hey, it's a great move. Let's not get it twisted. Let's not lie to ourselves. It's a great move for Deion Sanders in his coaching career in college football. Clearly, he's taking his son with him. Clearly, he should be taking Travis Hunter with him. So, here's my problem. Is that Travis Hunter was the number one recruit last year. He decided to go to the HBCU, which we all know doesn't have the same coverage. Not even, they damn near aren't even close to having the same coverage as any Division I school because it is a historically black college. So it makes sense that he would want to go to Colorado to get more exposure. Okay, that's cool. But... My problem is this, is that we keep, this is where the fuck we get, this is where things get, get messed up. What the hell? Okay. This is where things get fucked up to me, is that we continuously say we want to build HBCUs. We want to, man, we can make HBCUs into a powerhouse. Cool. Let's do that. Because like you said, Dion, most of the players that are on the teams are 70% black anyway. So why not get the best players to come to Jackson State like you just did? You Like, I don't get how 
we're supposed to have this exposure for HBCUs, but the first chance you get, you gone. And I, I watched a little press release with him, and uh, or not press release, but he had like a talk with the team. Um, I guess maybe yesterday or day before, because we just finding out that you know he's become the coach of the team. He's pretty much telling these kids to pack their fucking bags. You're not gonna be on this team next year. I'm bringing mine with me. Why the fuck are you bringing them with you when you had them there? That's what I don't understand. We're talking about, we're oh man, we're gonna build up black programs. We're gonna bring all this culture to the into the NCAA. We're gonna do this, that, and third. Cool, let's do that. But once we start to get the exposure in HBCUs and we start to hit that tipping point, you gone for real. You started getting a top prospect. You getting top prospects to go to HBCUs. You to Jackson State. Jackson, Mississippi, you got the top prospect going to Jackson, Mississippi. That is not an understatement. So you think, in my opinion, you, you talk about, oh, well, I can make a change anywhere. Uh, this is You're not talking about any other coaches that before African-American coaches have been fired in the, in the NFL. Okay, but here's the problem. Those four African-American coaches should probably go to HBCU and coach. Build the fucking programs. But here's where we're at. Is that, yeah, that's cool. I'm happy that he chose to do the Colorado thing. But the thing that bothers me the most, it feels like he kind of fucking lied. And, and, and what should have been, yo, I mean, I want to build black, I, I want to build the HBCUs. I'm going to make uh, more... I want to have more, like, the stadium's going to look better. The jersey's going to look better. We're going to have better facilities for these kids. Everything. You did all this shit, and then you're going to go. Why? It didn't make sense. Why would you... What was the plan? What was the plan? No, I mean, Sherrod's a monster. He's a great player. He's going to be a very good player, especially in the Pac-12. This is not an understatement. These are good. This is good players. You know what I'm saying? Travis Hunter was a number one player for a fucking reason. The dude plays both sides of the ball at an elite level. He plays corner and wide out at elite levels. You know what I'm saying? And but we're at a point now where you got you're getting the recruits. You're starting to get the exposure. Now where's Jackson State going to go next year? You just took, now you're taking their best players off of this team and taking them to Colorado. That is not an understatement, man. You're taking the best players from a HBCU and you're going to a division and you're going to Colorado. And I know everybody's happy. Oh, Colorado's, oh my goodness, we should be happy for them. No, cool, okay, but you just... So you took from the HBCU and went to the top. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? It's backwards from what you said. So when you sit around here and you you talk about, man, I want to do this for my people, for the culture. I want to do this, that, and the third. What the fuck? This is what they've been doing for 100 years. They've been taking the best players from these schools and taking them to division to the Division One teams. What the, what did we build? The fuck was that? Okay. What did we build here? Why did we build? What was the reason for it? 
You could have built this program up to be one of the best in the nation. You had the, you had it there. You had it. So now the recruits that you've been recruiting to go to Jackson State, now that all those are good, great recruits, they're going to try to go to Colorado. What? What, what did you do it for then? Why, why, why were you there then? If that was the goal, why did you say, I want to build these programs? These programs need to be built up. Why? Because you think it's just you that needs to build it up? It has to start somewhere. It has to start somewhere. And you were supposed to be the battery to go in there. Now you're competing against those schools that need to build themselves. And right back to square one. Now the HBCU, right back to square one. Why? Because it was getting too easy to win. Okay. So what? Was it getting too easy? Or did you want more exposure for your son? But you, you see what I'm saying? The, like the Bulls should have, uh, like, let's be real. The, if y'all see Sherrod's numbers, Sherrod is a, is a Heisman candidate with an, at any school in the nation, in the Division One nation, Sherrod Sanders would be a Heisman Trophy candidate. Now, the problem is, is that he plays in the SWAC. So, doesn't get the exposure. Okay, if that was the goal, tell us that's the goal. Instead of faking like you want to build these programs up. Because to me, that sounds fake. That's fake to me. That bothers me a lot. It really does. It bothers me because you had a chance to do something that most people didn't do, can't do. And you were bringing exposure to historical black college football programs instead of a fucking band. Now we're back to the band is the is the showcase. They literally made a, a movie about the drum lines and didn't even showcase any of the football. The football games that go on for Battle of the Bands. And now we're at a point now where we're back to that shit. Now we're now now we're banned schools again. Now historical black colleges banned schools again. Now the big recruits that were going to go to historical black colleges, now they're going to go to these D1 because clearly that's the only way I'm going to get exposure now. I remember hearing a story where like Dwayne Wade, LeBron, son, like all their sons were talking about going to HBCUs. All of them were talking about it. What happened to that? Because they're not getting the big exposure from D. I mean, like if you're a great player, you're going to get found. In my opinion, if you're great, if you're that good, like Malik Willis played for fucking Liberty. Let's be real for a minute. It's Liberty. It's in the middle of fucking Virginia. <laughs> so I'm trying to understand what was the point. Why did you, why did you come out here and you talk about that? You wanted to do this thing for the culture you want to do. You wanted to build up these programs and then you just dip. You're like the dad that goes out and says, hey, son, I'm going to go get cigarettes and never come back. But you had a good life here. You was providing, you were doing everything possible, everybody was eating, and then you just dip out, out of nowhere. When I heard that, he was like, when I approached him about it, I was like, I ain't leaving. He said he ain't going to leave. He said that he wants to build these programs. And I believed it. I was I was bamboozled. That's how I felt, bamboozled. And then you try to go and talk about how all these other coaches got fired. 
Nah, motherfucker, you should have stayed where you was at because you're the one that talked about this. We're not mad. I'm not mad that he took the job. I'm mad that I felt lied about, lied to. Because I'm sitting here following HBCU football now. I ain't never do that. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't never do that. Because they didn't have the players. They didn't have the good play. They The best players went to Alabama, Georgia. Travis Hunters, the Travis Hunters of the world went to Alabama, Georgia, Oregon, uh, fucking Michigan, Ohio State. That's where they all went. Not Jackson State University. They're not going to Jackson, Mississippi. So that's what I'm trying to understand. Like, you had the formula. Why quit on it? Because that's what you did. What happened? So I, it bothers me. It bothers me a lot. I, I mean, like, congratulations. Congratulations. You you got your team. You got what you needed to get out of the historical black colleges, I guess. You got, I don't know what, what it was, but you got it. You know, and now you're, you're at Colorado. <laughs> Whatever fucking difference you're going to make there for historical black colleges. What, 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 what are you, what, what's the difference here? You didn't make the difference here. So where, where, where's it at? Stupid, man. It, it was just, it's just like, don't, don't lie to us. Just tell the truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh man, other candidates. No, you know, other candidates, other candidates aren't Deion Sanders. That, that let's be real. Not any other court, not any other coaching candidate is called, is named Deion Sanders and can get a number one recruit to go in the middle of fucking nowhere and play football. So that's just where I'm, that's just, this is really what this episode's about. Sorry, Dion. Sorry, sorry, Sherrod. You, like I said, man, like the numbers Sherrod put up were fucking Heisman worthy numbers. And we're over here, you know, like what the fuck, man? You know? <sighs> man, you know, so I guess that's the end of HBCUs. Cause that's the end of that. Because that, that, that like, w- w- how are you going to build from the outside? You, you, you what would, what recruits it? It's just stupid. It's dumb. How how are you changing it from the outside if you're taking the best players? I don't fucking understand it. I don't understand it. I don't get it, man. I don't know. But I'm not going to lie to y'all. That press conference with those kids at Colorado, though, that was the coldest shit I ever watched in my life, man. That shit is cold, man. And he don't curse either. So what's even worse to me? Because it's like... Like it's just he's it was cold. Like hey, and then had them repeating after him. I'm gonna have players that's gonna come out here with toughness. <laughs> what the fuck? He had to repeat it. Like what? I said this shit is cold. You telling the kids to go? He said if you the earlier you go into the in the transfer portal, the more room you make on this team because I'm bringing people with me. You just now you strip. I just don't get it, man. I don't get it. So how are you helping HBCUs? Please, please allow me to understand that. I would love to understand this shit. I would love it to be explained to me how the best players from historical black college is improving historical black colleges for football program. I'm sorry, for, for the football program, of course. So the historical black college players that you are taking away how are they improving historical black college program football programs? How the fuck does that work? Does that work for anyone else? Fuck are we doing here, man? The fuck are we doing here? Like, I, like now you need a high profile player like a Bronny James, 
like a Zaire Wade, like a DJ Wagner, somebody like that from the basketball realm to go to one of these schools because that's pretty much where we're at now. Because you had, <laughs> I mean, what the fuck, man? Ugh, I'm so, it bothers me. It bothers me so fucking much. It bothers, I don't even care. I don't care for Deion Sanders. I understand what y'all are. He was a fucking Dallas Cowboy. Why the fuck am I sitting here hyped for Deion Sanders? Because I'm like, he's doing something for us. <laughs> and then he said, fuck y'all. There's more money <laughs> and there's more exposure for my kid at fucking University of Colorado. University of Colorado. Colorado. I'm saying this shit wrong. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, motherfuckers going to Boulder, Colorado, man. They all understand how fucking backwards this shit is. Ain't even black people. Well, I think black people live in fucking Colorado. Let's be real for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I wouldn't want to move there. Why the fuck would I want to play football there in November? It's cold as shit. Like, I'd rather play in Jackson, Mississippi than this bullshit. What the fuck are we doing there? Oh, God. Oh, fuck me, man. I'm, I'm, I'm just so, it bothers me. It just bothers me, man. It bothers me because it seems like this is this is what we this is what black people do all the fucking time, is that we have a chance to do something big for ourselves and then boom, it's taken away just like that. It's fuck, man. So, <laughs> so this is very negative, <laughs> fucking negative shit. Um, I, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. So I watched the final uh, episodes of Manifest and seeing, talk about something that's also depressing. Uh, watched the final um, couple episodes of Manifest. Let's be real for 10 seconds. Um, they still haven't really fully explained what the fuck happened to these people um, by the end of the first season. Now, I, I, and I guess, you know, it's not supposed to be fully explained because they're, they're expecting to have multiple seasons of this. I just want to understand why they're having these callings. I, I just That's all I really need. Now, to know that they have an expiration date, sorry, this is probably a spoiler, I fucked y'all up on this one, sorry, that's on me, I should have said spoiler, but now I did, so, uh, your fault, uh, it just, show came out like five years ago, um, <laughs> sorry, no, I'm just, sorry, sorry, listen, I'm sorry that I spoiled it, kind of, I'm gonna put a spoiler warning on here, um, I don't know how much time, I'm not gonna put a time stamp, because I really don't remember, and I won't, uh, so, with that, um, <laughs> manifests now we know that there's an expiration date so the people were and i'm glad what's crazy is is that they put an actual number on how long they've been gone you know what i'm saying so they've been gone since i mean they were gone for five and a half years that's literally it's literally to the t that's what they were telling that's what the the head of the nsa told said it now well these people have been gone for five and a half years shit so they only have five and a half years to live. So something happened in that storm that's not being told. And I also think the pilot and the scientist lady went forward in time also. Um, because we found out that, you know, w the way we found out was a criminal um, dove a truck, dro dove a, um, a armored truck into the water and he should have died of drowning but he didn't and uh he was he was underwater apparently for 82 minutes and eight 82 minutes no 82 hours in 82 in eight minutes 82 hours and eight minutes that's what it was because the flight was called 828 
So he came back, you know, he lived his life for 882 and seven and a half minutes of great living. He looked it, like motherfucker looked like he had on a nice little pea coat. Motherfucker looked like he was, you know, first of all, he had to fight a, uh, he had to fight off a murder case and also save like a bunch of people from a bomb. Then after him saving a bunch of people from the bomb, you know what I'm saying? He's like, look, man, I'm about to use this calling, get my shit right, man. Get my, I'm about to be the man of this motherfucker. I'm going to save, I'm not, I'm barely going to save lives. Here's what I want to do. I want to use this to make some more money off y'all asses without having to rob a fucking bank. Motherfucker looked dapper and everything. He's going to go on TV, tell everybody about the callings. And then as soon as that eight minute hit, he started throwing, he's, he started every, out of every orifice, water started coming out and he died of drowning on dry fucking land. <laughs> so that's how we found out that there is a expiration date to this fucking manifest shit. So five and a half years is, is it. And also we found out that Grace is pregnant with not Ben's child. Clearly not Ben's child. It's Danny's kid. Fuck, man. The sexy Puerto Rican will be back. That's just where we're at with it, man. Uh, hey, hey, not on duty, by the way. Not on duty. We just know that, you know, that that's just the suave Puerto Rican will be back as dad now. As the real dad this time. So, there we go with that. Uh, hey, you know what? If I was Ben, I'd be petty. Since you wanted to think that you was going to decide to be my daughter's child, your son or daughter is mine now. That's my child now. That's how I feel about it. I'd be like, look, since you wanted to steal my kid away, since they were going to call you when they get arrested by the cops, this motherfucker will call me when they get arrested by the cops. Hopefully they don't. You know what? I'm going to raise them better to not shoplift. How about that? They'll never shoplift. They're going to say, Dad Ben is the one that did it. He's the one that made sure I didn't. So that's what it is. First time the kid gets out of the line, man. Got to give him the belt. You know what I'm saying? Just to make sure I ain't Danny. I'm not Danny. I'm not sexy Puerto Rican. You know what I'm saying? That's not who I am. We're going to game time, homie. Belt time. Start going. Still, if you want. Still that shit if you want to. Shit. I got five and a half years, motherfucker. Nah, man, Manifest, man, it's a weird show. That's just what it is. It's just a weird twist and turns to everything about this show. I just don't, I'll get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just, I wish they gave us more fucking info. I think they, they revealed the major a little too early also. They also revealed the major in like the most non-ceremonious way. And was like, okay, so this is the major. Okay. Just like a random scene where she's just talking on the phone. And then they show her face. Like the whole time, they never show her face. And then they'd be like, yeah, here, here's a, uh, so, uh, yeah, this is the major. I'm living here. This is where I want to move. Like, what the fuck is this? This is the most, like, unceremonious scene ever. Like, I'm not even, like, shocked by this. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So that's the major? I guess you're not cool. I like, guess you, you don't deserve a cool entrance. Uh, this is stupid. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, that's pretty much where we're at right now. And then, uh, yeah, now she is a, the psychiatrist of the doctor, uh, Shavi, Shavi. I forgot how to say her name. I'm sorry. She's fine as shit, though. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm, I should probably know her name. But um, yeah, man, I think she's the finest one on the show. Let's just be real, okay? Let's just we're gonna be real about everything. Let's be real about everything. Like she's the finest one on the show, and Ben should be with her, not with Grace. Sorry, Grace is just too too wishy washy for me as a wife. Sorry, this is where we're at with it. I don't, I don't care. All right, I feel like she is blinded by the dickness of the Puerto Rican guy, Danny, you know what I'm saying, of Danny, I feel like that's what it is, she's still blinded by it, I mean, it's cool, you went ethnic, you know, Ben's just, a, Ben's the white guy, you know, he's gonna 
you'll have some bland food. And he seems like one of those, he seems like a conspiracy theory type dude. You know, Danny's just a straightforward um, Hispanic feller that likes to fucking climb walls. <laughs> if you know what I mean. In, in, in both ways, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> no? Okay, cool. Uh, all right. So, uh, with that, I would like to say, uh, I love you guys. <laughs> all right. So, tomorrow, it's going to be, uh, we're going to have an episode tomorrow for sure. Um, it's going to be the origins of Christmas, where Christmas is, came through. I mean, it came, came about how it came about, why we have a Christmas tree, why we have a Santa Claus. Or should I just do an origin, like, should we just do an origin week? Okay, we're going to do, we'll figure this out. Probably origin Christmas, though, first. It's going to be like a cruising around the world, kind of, if you guys uh, are privy to that type of thing. So, with that, I would like to say, love you guys. Oh, shit. I love you guys. I hope everybody's being safe out there. Hopefully, you guys aren't spending too much fucking money on whatever the fuck you're spending it on. Um, but, no, seriously, um, hopefully, you guys are hugging your loved ones, sitting around the, uh, the fireplace and watching fantastic movies and uh having fun with your family members having great genuine quality family time um you know some people want to take that away from you um but don't let them fuck them you know what i'm saying uh so with that i would like to say i love you guys i want everybody to stay safe out there don't do anything i wouldn't do oh fuck almost fucked this up so where you can find the cruising podcast one more time is on apple podcast spotify patreon youtube and anywhere else you can find your podcast needs that's where you can find the cruising podcast also where you can find the latest updates of the show is on instagram at cruising podcast also on twitter at nice town oh one more thing sorry also please make sure you like and subscribe on youtube um at cruising podcast of course also make sh- please make sure that you leave a rate and a review on apple Podcasts. Also, please leave a rate and review on Spotify if you're listening to there also. Um, or anywhere, for real, for real, anywhere you have the podcast, anywhere you see the podcast, please, 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 please um, leave a rating, rating and review. I will, I'll start reading them, motherfuckers, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to start reading them on air if you leave them, you know? If you leave them, I'll read them, you know? If, if you know, if, ands, or buts. There ain't no if, ands, buts about it. You know, good and bad, we're going to read them, motherfuckers. Now, will I say some shit back if it's, if you're talking some shit? Hell yeah. Damn right I will. I'm going to talk my shit because that's what I do. <laughs> so with that, I love you guys. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Catch you guys later. Deuces.